begin with a quote from Dorothy Day. The cause for canonization is open, so hopefully one day she'll be a saint. She's the founder of the Catholic Worker Movement. And I always love a, a saint's quote um, that makes me uncomfortable. And this makes me uncomfortable. I really only love God. As much as I love the person, I love the least. That should make you uncomfortable. I really only love God. As much as I love the person, I love the least. Because we would desire, including myself, that my standard of love for God is what I say when I'm sitting right there in that chair or sitting right here in the pew. Or when I'm singing the hymns that we sing or, or responding to the prayers of the Mass. They, we, we want that to be the level of which the standard level of how much we love God. But actually our love of God is based not on in this pew or in that chair or behind this altar. What we say in here, it's, a, it's based upon how we love the person we love the least. Scary. Because many of us believe that there are many people that we deserve to hate. When someone offends you or hurts you, how you respond decides whether this world will be a world of life or a world of death. There is a culture of death and there's a culture of life. And if we want to be a part of the culture of life, then we will shun hatred. If you forgive, life and beauty and love wins. If you choose hate, death and anger and hatred win. It's in your hands. It's in your heart. You can participate in the recreation of the world with God or you can be a part of tearing it down. You choose. I choose. Recently with the forest fires in California and Oregon, a story came to me about another forest fire. Forest fire not started by a gender reveal party, but by a bomber, a Japanese bomber. His name was Nobuo Fujita. He's the only pilot to drop, or his plane dropped a bomb over man, main, mainland United States. So obviously we had Pearl Harbor, but he went all the way to Oregon. And his bomb set had a lot of collateral, collateral damage and it sparked fires in Oregon's uh, forests. One town that was greatly affected was Brookings, Oregon. Now, Brookings, Oregon had every reason to be angry, to hate Fujita. They had every reason to, according to the world, to not forgive. Maybe even to use some of the, the slurs, the Japanese slurs that were popular around World War II and after. But in 1962, Fujita returned to the United States. This time he didn't have a plane or a bomb. He had a samurai sword. And he laid it at the feet of the townspeople. And he asked them for their forgiveness. Again, they had every reason to say no, according to the world. According to how we operate in the world. 
But instead they said, yes, we do forgive you. And that symbol, that sword is in, in their town today. It's a symbol, a sign of friendship and forgiveness. And that ultimately hatred does not heal. Hatred doesn't bring life. Unforgiveness doesn't help. The only thing that helps is love, forgiveness. I truly believe that the hatred allowed to be fostered in our hearts right now in our country is a plan of Satan. The battle is fought in our hearts. Here's Sirach today in today's first reading. The vengeful will suffer the Lord's vengeance, for he remembers their sins in detail. If we're vengeful, if we're hateful, forgive your neighbor's injustice. Then when you pray, your sins will be forgiven. Kind of sounds like the Our Father, right? Jesus takes this up. He says, uh, basically, forgive me how I forgive others. If I don't forgive my neighbor, then God, don't forgive me. We say that. It's kind of intense. Could anyone, this is Sarah, could anyone nourish anger against another and expect healing from the Lord? The answer is no. That's what he's, he's saying. Jesus raises the bar. He says, love your enemies, bless and do not curse them. We've heard it so many times. It bounces off our minds like it means nothing. What it means is that there is nobody that we can hate. Because if there is anyone we should be able to hate, it's our enemies. But Jesus says, love your enemies. So there's no one we can hate. Loving someone does not mean that you have to agree with them. You can disagree. You can separate yourself from them. You can make good boundaries. I'm not saying you shouldn't have boundaries. You need some boundaries. In fact, disagreeing with some people is a sign of love sometimes. But you cannot hate them. Fostering wrath and name-calling and all of that will only bring you down. I came up with a, a thought experiment to test whether we would live out the gospel in our life right now. So let's imagine if I went, I showed up at the Democratic National Convention. Okay, I'm in my clerics. And I'm, I'm walking through the crowd and I asked the, the people at the Democratic National, National Convention, I said, repeat after me. I love Donald Trump. What do you think would happen? Don't think it would go well. Or, or I walk into any major faculty of a university. I go to a faculty meeting at Southeastern. I say, repeat after me. I love Donald Trump. I think I would get run out. What about this? What if I was to show up in Carter's and I say to the next guy I see, the next Joe Blow buying stuff in Carter's, and I say, repeat after me, I love Colin Kaepernick. What, you think I'd get a response, I love Colin Kaepernick? What if I asked you, I know where I'm at. That's why I'm using both sides and both examples. 
don't know where I'm at. What if I ask you, repeat after me? I'm not asking you to. It's in your heart, okay? Because I, I want to challenge you. I don't want to die. Okay. What if I asked you, repeat after me, I love the members of Antifa. What do you want to do? Are you willing to be challenged by Jesus? Again, not saying you have to agree with everyone, but you cannot tear down others. You cannot rip them down. You cannot hate them. Because that's never going to heal. That's never going to bring life. That's never going to bring love. And ultimately, you are not living out the fullness of the Christian faith. If you cannot say that, it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. I love the rioters. I love the person who set fire to police precincts, Minneapolis. Can you say that? Ask yourself, why not? Not saying you have to agree with them, but do you love them? Or do you post something else on Facebook? Do you call them animals? Do you tear down other people who can disagree? Jesus does not just call us to love the person next to us in our pew. He doesn't call us to love just the people in our house or in our family tree or our political party. He calls us to love those who the world says we have every reason to hate. Remember what Dorothy Day said. You only love God as much as you love the person you love the least. If we want to love God, we got to start loving the people that we have every reason, according to the world, to not like and to hate. And we'll begin to love God.